With all 
Praise God. Amen. God is good. Good to be in the house of the Lord tonight. I'm thankful to be here. Uh, I want to ask you a question. And I want you to give me some answers. And just raise your hand and I'll call on you. I know most of you by name. Uh, what can keep us from moving forward with God? Yes, young lady. I called on you, raised your hand, uh, like on a horse shack. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> ten, being ten. What do you think? The devil, he sure can. What about you, young man? That's right. What else, guys? Yes, sir, Josh. Fear. I'm calling on y'all. Y'all come call on me. I'm calling y'all. Raise your hand up. Yes, you said, yes, sir. Stress. Strife. Pride. Laziness in the church. Laziness in the church. Your friends. Selfishness. Tommy. Nothing. Now, there's stuff with God that causes you to be faint real quick, brother. That's why I'm going to talk to you about not doing that. I think it comes a time in our lives. Hold on one second. Tommy made up a good point. Oh, I, I knew good people in this church, Tommy, that said they'd never leave this church, never leave God. I saw one of them the other day with two beers in their hand and shooting a bird and thought that was a great picture for Facebook. They used to be a leader in this church. What happened? What happened, Brother Harry? Negativity. Anybody else? Yes, ma'am. Giving up? Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Money? Yes. Unforgiveness, Dave? Issues of faith? Amen. Yes, ma'am. Anger? Yes, ma'am. Not believing? James? Pride? Yes, sir. Not listen to the preacher's message will cause you a lot of problems. A lot of problems. <laughs> I just threw that out there for free. Uh, <laughs> amen. Anybody else? Anybody? Alto? Not praying enough. So we listen to a lot of good things that could cause us to. And how many know those things are real? Not, not poking fun at Tommy, not saying Tommy's incorrect. Tommy is absolutely correct. With God, you can really overcome. You can persevere. But there are days where I want to just say the heck with it. There's days where you just want to say the heck with lie. But I've come too far. God's done too much. I do not want to be a result of somebody that grew faint and weary and laid down and died. Did you preach this this morning? Well, almost. Every morning I get up. And there's several things that come across my computer or on my iPhone or in my iPad. I get a lot of different Bible studies from a lot of different people. Daily devotionals. How many read daily devotionals? How many know it's important to read daily devotionals? Not to get so busy with life that we forget to put God first. I heard a lady say the other day, I get up at 5.30 and I don't have to be at work till 7.30. I spend my first hour with God reading and studying and doing daily devotionals. This is a daily devotional that came from a, a great woman of God. Now, I, I, I'll be truthful with you. Since she got an a, a extreme makeover, she's hard to look at. 
since she got a lot of plastic surgery, she's hard to look at, but her name is Joyce Myers. Anybody ever heard of her? Huh? She's hard to look at. She got the plastic. Don't tell her I said that. Maybe I'll have to get some plastic surgery one day. You say, boy, Brother Mark, it's hard to look at now. There you got the plastic surgery. But this was hers this morning, and it went so good with my message that I thought I'd just share it with you tonight and talk about it for just one minute. Deuteronomy 20, got my Bible? Deuteronomy 20. Deuteronomy 21 says this. When you go forth to battle against your enemies, you will see horses and chariots and an army greater than your own. Do not be afraid of them, for your Lord your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt, is with you. Let not your mind or your heart grow faint. Fear not and do not tremble or be terrified. Because of them. For the Lord your God is he who goes with you to fight for you against your enemies to save you. How many believe that tonight? Goes to fight for you, to take care of you, to bring you out of the desert. Now he's got you. He's going to save you. So what this says is a faint-hearted person can't take too much. I'm going to tell you tonight, don't be a faint-hearted person. Because a faint-hearted person can't take too much. First little bit of trouble, they quit the church. First little bit of trouble, they quit their marriage. First little bit of trouble, the boss is a little bit of a, uh, uh, y'all thought I was going to say a bad word. The boss is a little bit of a jerk. So the first thing you do is want to crawl back into a bottle. Or you want to quit. Or you want to talk about him behind your back. Listen to me. Being a Christian is not for the faint of heart. Come on, somebody, hear me tonight. Being a Christian is not for the faint of heart. It's not for the weak. Listen to me. Faint-hearted people don't make it. They don't make it. They can't make it. I, I was talking to someone the other day about changing their life, and, and, and this person was addicted to crack cocaine. And I said, what caused you to get there the first place? And, and she said to me, she said, Pastor, it was one thing after another thing after another thing that I just finally decided to give up and go smoke crack. I said, listen to me, when you get out of this treatment program, you're going to have one thing after another thing after another thing after another thing come against you. And you're going to have to be strong. You have to be able to wither the storm. Weather the storm. Wither it. I'm still on this morning's message. Listen to me. A faint-hearted person cannot take much. He has to have everything a certain way. She has to have everything a certain way. Or he or she gives up and quits. He gets discouraged and depressed quickly. What happens when your heart grows faint? It just gives up. In your heart, you say, I just can't do this. It's just too hard. If that describes you all the time, know that you're not supposed to be that way. The same God that's rescued you, saved you, and delivered you is still on the job. His eye is on the sparrow, and he's also on you. 
He watches you day and night, pays attention to every detail. Kenny Beavers, you're so important to the Lord. He watches over you, pays attention, every one of us. If your heart says, I can't do this, it's just too hard. If that describes you, know that you don't have to stay this way. The power of God is available to you to break the faint-hearted spirit. Galatians 6, 9 says this, Let us not become weary in doing good for the proper time. We will reap a harvest if we do not give up. Paul was one of the greatest soldiers in the army of God in the New Testament. At the end of his ministry, he declared that he had to finish the course. Listen to me. Faint-hearted people don't finish nothing. They start good, but all of a sudden, two or three things don't go their way. Two or three things come against them. They stop reading their Bible, stop praying, stop seeking God, stop giving around the right field. Two or three things come against them, and they're ready to quit. Touch three people tonight and say, don't quit. The only way to finish our course or our term of duty is to avoid becoming weary in well-doing. I've had the pleasure of working with some great soldiers in my 10 years of ministry. I've had the pleasure of working with some great soldiers. It's been my honor to serve with some great people. And these were people who I covered to be some great Christian people. And they, they, they worked ministries in this church. They were on fire for God, but they're no longer here. And they're no longer on fire for God. Like I said, I saw one of them with two beer bottles and shooting the bird. And, and, and I remember in my mind, the last picture that they took was as a family standing out here in front of the cross for picture day. Man, you can't give up. You can't grow weary. You can't go back to your old life because you have some hard times. Just because some things don't go your way. God loves you. God's got a plan for you. And some of that plan for that hard time, some of those hard times are to grow you, to mature you, to develop you into the likeness of Christ. I thank God for the hard times tonight. I don't try to avoid the hard times anymore. Do I like them? No, I wouldn't stand up here and lie to you. Do I like when opposition comes in? No, I don't like that too much at all. Nobody does. Do I like it when I don't have any money? No, I don't like it when I don't have any money. Do I like it when people say things about it? No, I don't like it. But the hard times make us who we are today. He's the same God in the valley as he is on the mountaintop. He's the same God when things ain't going our way as they are when they are. It is going our way. I tell you what, I've served God for now for 10 years strong, faithful. Some of you served him a lot longer than I have. And I'm here to tell you tonight, I've had the pleasure of working with some of the greatest soldiers in God's army. These were people who I've covered who were a part of the ministry here but fell off for some reason or the other. They served well. They walked in the anointing of God. Tommy, pay attention. They walked in the anointing of God, but they fell to the prey of the enemy. Because of all those things y'all talked about. Pride, lust, unforgiveness, people, ministry, uh, not having enough faith, doubt, fear, money, sin, the devil. The devil. These were people who were covered, who were a part of this ministry, but they failed for some reason or another. They served well. They walked in the anointing of God, but they failed to the prey of the enemy in the midst of their good work. So I'm going to tell you real quick about a man named Nehemiah. Nehemiah kept working. 
Come on, somebody. We got a fall festival plan, and we got to get to work. Fall festival will be over on Sunday. We got to get to work. And we got turkey runs, and we got to help uh, with the Lindsay Foundation. We got stuff to do. We got we to gotta get some turkey baskets in some people's houses for Thanksgiving. You, Nehemiah was a great example. Nehemiah, he worked, and he kept one eye on the work and one eye on the enemy. But he never grew faint-hearted. CJ, he never grew faint-hearted. I, I, I love Nehemiah. Nehemiah is an example of a soldier who did not become weary in well-doing. Touch somebody and say, don't become weary in well-doing. While he was rebuilding the walls of Jerusalem, Sandoval and Tobiah, kings of neighboring tribes of people asked him five times to come to meet with them there. But all five times, Nehemiah told Sandoval and Tobiah that he was not coming off the wall because he was doing a great work and could not come down. Brothers and sisters, I want you to start telling the devil, I'm doing a great work and I can't come down. Come on, somebody. I'm doing a great work and I can't come down. I like who I am today. I'm doing a great work, and I can't come down. I'm doing a great work, and I can't come down. I'm sober today, and I'm not going back to being strung out. I'm happy today, and I'm not going back being miserable. <laughs> I got a lot to rejoice for. My, I see things different today, and I don't want to see anything like I used to see in my past. You know, there comes a time where where, where we got to say like Nehemiah, no, I can't do this, can't do that, because i got great work to do. It's a importance that as a soldier in the army of God, we finish the work we begin and maintain our good work instead of growing weary and well-doing. We must stay determined to stay the course until we have finished. I think it's important for us to stay the course. Who believes me? I think it's important not to fall off course. God sometimes gives us different roads to travel. Sometimes people have different roads to travel. They, they're with us a while, then they go down another road. As long as they're going down another road for the Lord, that don't bother me. But when they stop, when the enemy gets them, that just hurts my heart so much. Because every one of us here tonight have so much to offer the Lord. I remember early on in my ministry, all these people were coming and all these people were so excited. Where are they at today? One thing a lady said to me the other day, she said, Pastor Martin, how can they get baptized four weeks ago and we haven't seen them since? I said, darling, my job is to lead them to the water. What they do from that point is their choices. Our job as a church is to bring the lost in, to run it. Listen to me. If you're going to work this fall festival with me, you better have a smile on your face or stay at home. Our job is to get them here and love them, not to judge them. Can I say this? We don't need a bunch of tattletales. These people are broken. They're hurting. They're lost. They don't see things the way we do. But we hope to take that mask off and show them the love of Christ. You say, Brother Mark, but I came out of one of them old Baptist churches. We didn't do any of that stuff. We ain't taking none of that stuff over here, Pastor Mark. We need to hold them. We need to, no, uh, uh, no, listen to me. I, I tell people all the time, maybe this church ain't for you. 
Everybody comes to this church and say, oh, I love it, I love it, I love it, I love it. Then they want to change this and change that and change this and change that. Well, you loved it, now you want to change it. No, I ain't going to let you change it. We're going to love the people when they come over to this place. Because most of them come in the same position that you came in. Let me see if I can remember what I read earlier. If I, if I, can, I probably can't remember, but it went something like this. The church is the church of the community for people who are unworthy to get to heaven. I feel that way every day. I know that I'm made to be victorious. I know that God has a purpose for me, but I'm still so unworthy to hold the title of pastor in this church. I'm still so unworthy to be saved by such an amazing grace for every time I use God's name in vain. Don't sit up here and look at me all righteous like you ain't never used his name in vain. Man, you'll don't want to hear it. I'll never hear that come out of my mouth as long as I live. God, remove my tongue if I say your name in vain again. Cut it out of my mouth. Cause me never to talk again. Maybe some of you still use God's name in vain. Stop. Maybe some of you still ride the fence. Get off. Don't grow weary and well-doing. Maybe you're here tonight and you say, Brother Mark, I just came out of obligation for the fall festival. No, you should have come to Sunday night service because you wanted to hear from God. Let him make a big impact on your life. Somebody ought to hear me tonight. Amen. I think it's so important. Galatians 6 says this, that we should be an example and that God won't be mocked. God will not be mocked by you or I. So if we get out here this week and we make our best effort and put our best foot forward, then God's going to be glorified, not mocked. Other churches may be jealous of us. Other people may talk about us. And, 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 but that's okay. I know what the Bible says. God won't be mocked. There will be several people that say, thank you. Thank you for what you're doing. Do you know I drive around here all the time? And if I stop and nobody's ever met me before, all i got to say is where I work. They say, oh, that place is full all the time. I see cars out there all the time. Y'all always doing something. Man, that place has really changed from when I was a kid. I didn't even know there was a church back there. Oh, you know it now. The school knows it. The community knows it. The surrounding areas. I mean, we're nationwide, brothers and sisters. I found out that I'm on podcast and don't even know what a podcast is. <laughs> but they pod me somewhere. I'm on. Miss Vicky says she was on tweet. I told me how me teach me how to tweet. I need to learn how to tweet. We're a nationwide church. Making things grow, changing lives. But most of all, the enemy knows we're out there too. Hear me, no joke. The enemy knows we're out there too. So he's going to do everything to make you fall short, to stop serving. Don't let him, please. Somebody may spit in your face at this fall festival. Wipe it off. Somebody may cuss you out because you didn't give them a cake that they wanted in the cakewalk. Say, you know what, I, I'm going to go ahead and give them the cake that they want. I'm gonna, I, I, I know that ooh, my pride's swelling. I want to elbow them in the jaw. Right here, I'm going to give them the cake they want. Because their soul is more important to me. Their life is more important to me. One of the biggest persons I have to overcome is me. Not you, but me.
We all have to overcome ourselves to do some great things before the Lord. Nehemiah said, I'm going to work and I'm going to watch. I'm going to work and I'm going to watch. Let us not grow faint and weary in well-doing. How many hear me tonight? Let's pray together. Let's pray together and we're going to go outside and we're going to have our fall festival meeting. We're going to show you where you're at. Uh, if you'll just kind of walk around with us and if you have any questions, uh, at that time, if you're working that event, you can have questions. If you're not working that event, if you're not working that event, uh, uh, and you have a good idea, hold those or, or let us know. Uh, uh, it's been a long day. It's been a great day. Come on, somebody. It's been a great day. So, <laughs> And things are always subject to change around here. Amen. Who hears me? So things are always subject to change. So we're going to try to have a good fall festival meeting. Father God, thank you for this night. Thank you for what you do for us, Lord. We just love you. We praise your holy name, Lord. Thank you for bringing us back in our spot. And Lord, I just wanted to encourage my brothers and sisters tonight to not grow faint and weird during, well-doing. Maybe, maybe somebody, maybe another brother or sister might step on their toes. You get so many of us around each other sometimes. We, sometimes it feels like we're fighting all the time. Listen, overlook other people's offenses. Stay in your spot and keep moving forward this week. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Give God a praise. Amen. If y'all make your way outside, we'll have a meeting outside.